where to start. I guess it's not that dramatic. Uh, I think I concluded with my battle with my father over crab legs. I want some crab legs, B! Huh? That is, like, for sure not exactly how he sounds. <laughs> but it's just a lot funnier to portray him that way. Uh, I think I didn't really get into that one um, in terms of, like, something to take away from it. Because it really just kind of came off as me just, like, shitting on my dad. Which was not my goal, but, yes, I was very angry and still have issues related to that situation uh so yeah like something something forgiveness i guess i don't know but at the same time it's like we don't owe each other anything and uh, it's a tough situation but redemption is powerful too and i think this coronavirus uh situation has definitely made me more uh appreciative of what you know and that's cliche to say but every, and everyone says that right now but do you really feel it um, which is, again, maybe why I was so angry at my dad for being so like, man, Jesus got the cure. Uh, but anyway, that's not the point of this episode. Of Ouch, my 30s. Uh, I'm in Akron, Ohio, or just outside of it at a hotel. Uh, I got in my car. I realized that uh, I needed to break out of New York, which has been my plan for quite some time. Uh, but inevitably, I always kept delaying it for some reason or another. Some health-related, nothing crazy, but just, you know you know, you get older and you get into your thirties. And I've talked about this in previous episodes of just like, you can't like not be in shape in your thirties and expect to feel good. Like you have to work out, you have to exercise. And I like have done those things, but it was never my lifestyle. And I thought I could just get by driving cross country, uh, in old piece of shit, German sedans, uh, and expect for my back to be like feeling like it always has been. Uh, so all that being said, uh, that would always prevent me from like escaping, and then obviously Corona happened, blah 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 blah. Um, so yeah, I'm not. My destination is not exactly uh, locked in. I rented a car from Enterprise, which is incredibly cheap. No surprise there. And uh, yeah, did a one way rental, which is also super cheap. And loosely, the plan is Denver, but. Uh, I also like the Midwest a lot. I like Milwaukee and uh, that region. I feel so exposed in a hotel. I don't know. There's like this weird family. Well, all right. So really the point of this episode is to kind of see and talk about what I've seen on the road so far. You know, driving cross country amidst a lockdown type situation. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's fairly apocalyptic, but. It's also not. It's also like life as usual. There's tons of trucks going back and forth. And that really shows you, you know, how reliant we are on, you know, I'm not going to assume these guys' politics. But something tells me that they're not upset Trump is president. Uh, at least a good chunk of them uh, aren't upset. So, again, like, we we have to, like, figure out, like, we have to mitigate, like, conversations with each other or, or figure out how to have them. Because people think that we can exist independent of one another. And I think we're finding, and this pandemic has shown us, that, yeah, we have to figure out, we have to maintain dialogue. Anyway, uh, my point is, like, these people are not wearing masks, uh, number one. Uh, I walk, and I, you know, I kind of joked, you know, it's like a kind of a hacky joke, being like, well, if you're black and you wear a mask, you know, you're going to run into some trouble, huh, huh, huh. Uh, in New York City, that might be the case, where it's just like, you know, if you're a black guy with a mask on, most people understand that it's like we're amidst a pandemic, and, like, that's the rules, you fucking leave New York State. That is not the rules, man. I walked into a Pennsylvania, you know, come and go or whatever gas station. 
And the second I pulled into the, you know, up to the the pump, the, and I put the mask on, the guy was like a deer in headlights from inside the gas station. And you could just tell. He was like, is he going to, is that black bastard going to come in here? And I literally sat in my car being like, how do I want to play this? So I walked in. I was like, hey, y'all got a restroom? And that's what I was looking for. So anyway, there's that. Um yeah, I don't know. So I've just been driving. Uh, I feel like this episode already sucks. A lot more interesting when I'm yelling at my dad. I may have to go back and get some more material from him. And another thing, motherfucker, how you feel about gay people? Don't get me started on gay people. That's Jesus saying that the law... Anyway. Uh, so yeah, I'm in Ohio now. No one's wearing masks. They're, you know, They have like a fucking uh, beer pong table separating the front desk of the hotel and where you stand. That's like that's like their social di- social distancing. But of course, the woman you know comes around to point where I need to sign the piece of paper. I'm like, you are defeating the purpose of everything. <laughs> um, so yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. My fears about Corona have diminished over the months. Having spent six months in complete isolation <clears throat> made me crazy, of course. But as we're seeing that, like these numbers are perhaps padded in a certain sense you know new york state or new york hospitals get more money if they're you know if people are on ventilators from medicare uh you know they're attributing deaths to coronavirus even even if they aren't directly related to it and they're presumed to be coronavirus you know there's just a lot of like goofy shit going on and at the end end of the day like i'm not staying in my fucking apartment for another six to 18 months or whatever uh I am taking it as seriously as possible. I wish these rednecks in Pennsylvania and Ohio would as well, but that appears not to be the case. So all I can do is wear my mask and hope for the best and sit in this weird uh, Super 8. Yeah, living the dream. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why the hell I'm on the road. I just knew I had to get out of New York for a while. And uh, it's weird because comedy was always the thing that oriented my direction. You know, I'd always be going to some new city because there was a new comedy club there. And that was my goal to do stand up. But that doesn't exist anymore. And there are cities that might open up again soon. You know, Austin or Texas is going to open up. Tennessee is opening up. Uh, I don't know what that means for live stand up comedy, but I'm sure it'll follow shortly thereafter. So, you know, it's on the horizon. But, you know, I just don't know if that's going to exist in the way that well of course it's not going to exist in the way that i'm familiar with it you know it's going to be a lot of changes to live stand-up and live performance and gatherings of any kind uh so i guess you know part of my like wanting to stay where i was you know at my family's property i was going to build my little tiny studio tiny house you know a couple acres back behind the house it's really nice and secluded and i was just going to ride out the next 18 months making content in the woods uh, because that's frankly the future of where, um, things are going. But then my dad came back and I didn't want to be sharing a space with him. Is that pride? Is that ego? Am I sacrificing my personal health and potential success because I can't stand to share with my dad? Hmm. Interesting thoughts. Uh, the answer is yes. But at the same time, I was just getting tired of New York. You know, I just, I don't, it wasn't really meeting girls that I wanted to connect with. And, I, you know, I'm starting to look at, like, <clears throat> well, again, you know, I would love a relationship and, you know, something meaningful that, or something that could become meaningful. That's not, you know, you know, daddy's not trying to put on a, put on a ring just yet. But 
at the same time, it's like, you know, your, your, your creative passions and your dreams should be what guide you, not like trying to get some ass or, you know, fulfill this uh, potentially contrived notion that is a marriage. Uh, and I've done that, admittedly. I've done, I've done a lot of driving and chasing of women, thinking that that was uh, progress personally and professionally. And while it was fun, I now looking back at 33, sitting naked in a Super 8 hotel in Akron, Ohio, I can for sure question some of those decisions to drive very far distances to hang out with women uh, and have a good time, but then not really have anything to speak for it after that. Hmm. Well, this is why I drive, because I get to look at my reflection of this fucking television uh, that is uh, framed by a weird reflective mirror trim type thing. Seeing my eyeball glare back at me. Um, so I don't know. I mean, like, will, is there life after, after coronavirus? You know, is, is there, are, you know, will we, will it, will it matter to congregate? Will it matter to physically connect with people? And these are the questions I'm asking myself. And uh, I don't know. It's like, what, like, apparently we all, like, so many of us have already, a lot of people have already had it and, like, it's asymptomatic. There's just, I can't wait for, like, the government to, like, figure out how to tell us exactly what's happening because clearly they have no idea. I don't even know if doctors have any idea. Uh, they don't. So it, it's just a weird time to be trying to figure your shit out. And I was really hoping to have that done by 33. Not, like, you know, completely, but you, you'd hope that maybe uh, this would be a lot nicer with a girl laying in bed naked watching me. But would I be honest? If I had a girlfriend here with me right now, as she laid in bed naked, and I reflected on my colossal fa failures as an individual, it's another thing my dad said when we were arguing. He's like, he's like, you, you, you know, you got, you got too much rage in your heart. I was like, yeah, well, it's gotten me this far. He's like, well, let's be real, let's be real, and he gave me this stupid look. So, you know, implying, like, you, you're at your mom's house, so you ain't shit. I'm like, I'm at my mom's house because there's a fucking global pandemic that you think Jesus is insulating you from. I didn't say that because by that point, I think I'd already started crying about My stepdad was nicer to me than you were. Uh, what was my point? Uh, dad was yelling about Jesus. Uh, oh, so, like, getting out of the house. And, like, you know, I, like, I make moves, okay? I, uh, I, I do my thing. I make a lot of money doing a lot of great jobs, okay? I do voiceovers, I do copywriting, I do commercials, make some really great deals, make some really shitty deals as well. So, you know, listen to this, Dad. I am 100% totally, totally liquid, okay? Tons of cash. Well, not a lot of cash, but enough to do some random road trips across the country and then hope that there's work on the other side of it. That's the old, that's the old school way of doing things. But hey, look, I'm not drunk, which is nice for once. Usually I'm in these hotels shit face and wake up hungover and then drive eight hours. Wow, wonder why my body feels like crap. Uh, but I had my foam roller, did my stretches, did my thoracic uh, spine extensions. You know, I got to open up the thoracic mid-body. Uh, but yeah, and I want to like go to yoga classes. And again, these things, who knows where these things are going to, when and where these things are going to exist again. Um but I'm ready to live again. I think a lot of people are. And just to take it to politics, I guess. I under, You know, when you drive across country, like, I understand, like, where, where where some of these rednecks are coming from. Like, my buddy Brian. What up, Brian? You know, what did Brian say? Uh, well, there's that argument of just, like, better, well, better a good economy than a... Uh, being dead or I'm kind of tired. I've been driving all day. 
But you know what I mean. The, the, the conversation, and this is not, Ryan, I'm not making fun of you. This is, I mean, I feel you. Like, yes, there's this, there's equal value in both sides of this argument. Uh, the economy and, you know, a global pandemic that could be very life-threatening for some people. And I, I don't think they're mutually exclusive arguments. I mean, you, you can't tell. There is, there's a certain class of people who can sit home right now and be like, well, just tell us when to come outside and we'll, uh, you know, have our Grubhub and our, uh, you know, deliveries from uh, the farmer's market come to our house and we'll just stay inside with our telecommunicating, telecommute jobs. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, be, we'll just wait it out like good responsible citizens. Yes, that's a reality for some people. There are other people who are crammed into tiny ass apartments or shit fucking trailer parks or projects that even when on a good day, you know, or when you've, even in, when these environments are at their best, people don't want to stay inside. And as we approach summer, you're telling people to sit inside and, to, I don't know, it's just, and most people don't have fucking telecommuting jobs, if a job at all. So you're really robbing people of their utility when you talk about, like, just, you got to lock down more, we got we to gotta continue to lock down and not do anything. And that that's simply not a reality for a lot of people. And I think we know that, which is why I don't understand why there's not, Look, marching on the Capitol building in Madison with, like, fucking assault rifles and, you know, don't tread on me flags is a little goofy. But I don't think perhaps the people that are staying home who agree with them are wrong. You know, I think there are people like, look, like, so anyway. Uh, and I don't think it's a solution to say everyone stay inside. You know, look, we did it for a month and a half. The deaths have gone down. I don't really want to talk about coronavirus because whatever, either you're going to get got or you're not, you know, we're all, you, you can't hide from other humans. Like that's absurd. There, maybe a hundred years ago, this could have been a flaw. Well, then the Spanish flu. Who fucking knows? This world's terrible. <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to figure out is where to next. I don't want to go too far. Like I, I love LA, but you know, you can't go home. You know, I had, I think I had my moment in LA and, I wish I could go back in time and tell my younger self to just fucking stick it out a little longer. But this is life, right? Uh, Denver's nice. I don't know about that altitude, though. But I was drinking heavily, and that's why I had such a bad altitude sickness reaction. Can I just play these tapes for a therapist and, like, get them up to speed? Listen to my podcast, then we'll have our first session. Okay. Might be a good idea, actually revolutionized the game um i like the midwest because i really like the people uh they're like kind of cold and stern but also like accommodating <laughs> which is kind of like me i guess um so uh, there's there's that region austin but again i don't like i just want to be around my friends and people i know i wish new york was still that but it's just unlivable and just an inhospitable environment. So like it just, you know, you, you stay home long enough and you just start to hate the, hate the trimmings in your home, which is New York. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I'm actually not doing terribly, you know, all things considered. Got a little bit of some Trump bucks. Got some, uh, Got some, uh, you know, small business loan assistance coming in. Uh, yeah, so we shall see how the future unfolds. And, you know, I just...
just want to do stand up. Just want to tell these jokes. Oh, what? I, well, this isn't a joke, but I was trying to find a McDonald's because I forgot. Like it's a global, it's a global pandemic, and nothing's open. Uh, and I put in McDonald's. I do not eat McDonald's on any regular. I only eat McDonald's when I have to, and I'm driving across country. I put a McDonald's into the Google Maps, find nearest McDonald's. It brought me to someone's house. <laughs> I was on this dark fucking farm road. I was like, is this the first McDonald's or? Because I'm not sure this is where I need to be. Uh, hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, I hope you're doing well. Anything else I want to share with you? you know, if you're listening to this, feel free to direct message me at EverTheOutsider on Instagram. And uh, just tell me what you think or if you have any questions or you have things you think I should talk about. Because I do a lot of random shit. Uh, do a lot of random shit. And I'd love to involve you guys with that. I was walking on the street the other day. And I just I love redneck desperation. I love redneck problems. Uh, that's why I love Tiger King so much. Not because of like the sensationalized aspect of it. But I just love redneck desperation. And I heard from this house on the street I was walking past. This woman yelling at her kid. I told your father to keep the fucking ferret in the fucking house. I think I slurred that. I told your father to keep the fucking ferret in the house. Dude, she was, I'm tired. All right. Uh, she was yelling about a ferret to her daughter. And that made me, that made me smile. Uh, getting into a verbal argument with my father made me quicker, made me quickly realize I am also not, I'm not also 6'2". I'm just reading from a note, notepad now. Uh... Yeah, I got nothing, guys. Uh, I hope the rest of these are also entertaining, but I will continue to release dispatches from the road uh, from what I see in America right now, because it's mostly the same, but, you know... It's not. It's very odd. Okay, guys. I'll talk to you later.